How have you been? Have you had a good week? You had a good week? Anything exciting happen? Anything exciting? We had a lot, thing, a lot of things happening this week. It was, especially towards the end, it was a bit pandemonium. If you want to know what that whistling is, it's, it's the wind. It seems to hit the fans and the roof and, and Clyde underneath the door and whisper. So, fun times. But uh, today is our Vision Sunday, it's our birthday. And every year we do this, we do our Vision Sunday on the first, uh, first Sunday in February. We share our vision and share what God's doing. This, way, this year is going to be a little bit different because as I was praying last year, I, towards the end of the year, I start, start seeking God for what he wants to do in the following year. And I start getting prepared and I start organizing myself, start getting myself ahead, start getting my mindset in frame, getting my spirit in the right place and start listening and hearing what God wants to do. Not that I'm not listening any other time, but it's important to understand but it's also important to understand the times that we're in. And I just want to give some information out to people, okay? I just want to share some things that it's really important to understand and comprehend. Right now, we're in a bit of a housing crisis, okay, in Queensland, especially south-east Queensland. And it's important that anyone, and that means all of us, doesn't matter if you're a homeowner or a renter, you are aware of things. We have been privileged, call it privileged, okay, to especially over the last few months, be witness to some situations in people's lives where they have asked for help when the hole is massive, uh, where they have allowed the hole to grow so big that in order for to them pull them out, it becomes almost unrealistic. Okay, And so we have cried out to them and said, look, if you had come to us like six months ago, perhaps we could have prevented some of this. Uh, and sometimes we are simply unable because of our limited resources, because of the situations, that we can't necessarily pull things out. Okay, For homeowners, keep ahead of your repayments. Keep ahead of your rates. Okay, If you're a renter, look after the property. Keep your rent up to date. These small little factors are huge. Okay, We are in a rental crisis. Um, the market is gone absolutely spastic uh, simply because the demand is higher than the houses available. Okay, That doesn't mean you have to live in concern. That doesn't mean you have to live in fear. That just means you have to be smart in this time. And that doesn't mean that anything, every door will close, but just be smart. And if you get into a little bit of difficulties and challenges in life, which we all do, things happen. Don't be scared to come to us at some point in time. If you don't want to talk to me, you can talk to my wife. Come to us before the hole gets too big. And we can start doing little things. We have resources. We have connections to other resources. We have different means to be able to help you. It's not always just... <laughs> if we learn to do the little things, it makes it so much easier in this time. That's just a little bit of information that I just want to keep you, keep you up to date and share with because it's important. Okay. This year, 2022, it's a bit crazy, isn't it? But if I have anything that I want to share to you this year, it's this. This is what I want to encourage you. I want you to believe in God this year. I want you to believe in God regardless of what happens. I want you to believe in God to the fact that you will hold to that belief, not just 
until the first sign of trouble. But keep on believing despite the troubled waters that might come upon us. This year is going to be an interesting year, but it is going to be a good year. And it is a year that we can build our faith and develop our relationship with God, but also our understanding of who God is. We can build and develop our belief in this, God, this year with God. We can throw off the limits and simply just believe. Today is not just, like Mel said, our Vision Sunday, but it's also our sixth birthday. And I'd love to say that our six years of existence in this place have been like a walk through the daffodil fields. But it hasn't. It's been challenging. We've been throwing curveballs every time. Every time we think we're moving forward, there's something else to try and bring us in. A lot of what it comes in is simply to bring in disheartening, to bring in distraction, to bring in all the, the things like those dis words, to break what God has actually put inside of us. But we have great expectations for this year. We have great expectations of what God wants to do in your life. And regardless of what happens, we have the plan to move ahead. And we are going to move ahead, doesn't matter what it might look like. We may take three steps forward and one step back, but we're still moving forward. And we plan to keep moving forward regardless of what happens. Because I know this is not some pipe dream. This is not some random concept or some hoping. This is I know that God has a purpose and a plan for this area, for this region. And we, as a church, need to capture that. But we have great expectations. We have great expectations to take the limits off. To break off what is holding us back and remove that which is binding us to our past and move forward together. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things pass away. Behold, the new things have come. I believe wholeheartedly at the moment of one's salvation, one's conversion, doesn't matter what you want to call it, you are completely set free. Everything is broken off your life because that is the power of the cross. The only problem is we like to pick things back up we like to continue walking in things and we like to open doors because of familiarity. Sometimes when we go through difficulties, we can form an identity based upon those difficulties. We can become, I don't know if you've ever heard, it's called a victim mentality. We can walk as a victim based upon our path because it is more comfortable in walking in what we are familiar with than walking in what we do not know. We go back and pick things up. We go back and open the doors. That's not what God has for us. He wants us to walk in freedom. He wants us to walk in the truth. He wants us to walk in life. Christianity is a discovery of what he has for you. And learning how to put it on like a jacket. And how to walk in it regardless of what you walk through. This year is a year we need to let go. We need to have expectation 
by turning up the church, believing that the worship team, who are awesome, are, going, are anointed and they're going to lead us to a new place where we can lift up our hands in worship. Our suffering, our challenges in life authorize our praise. The reason why we praise God is because we praise Him for what He's done. And when we've gone through challenges and we learn to praise Him in spite of the suffering, it actually authorizes our praise to Him. Our worship is when we declare who He is. Our praise is what He's done. Like I said, God gave me this theme, limitless. Limitless. Without end. Without limit, without boundary. That's what it means. No limits, no boundaries. And this is a hard concept to even comprehend because it's completely opposite to how we are taught to live as humans. Our mindsets always see our limitations. Perhaps we were in a running race when we were five and because we didn't win, now we think we're not the fastest. Oh, now we, we couldn't make the five-kilometer cross-country race, so now we don't have the endurance. I couldn't learn how to play guitar, therefore I'm not a musician. These become limitations that we put on ourselves. It's completely opposite to how God thinks. And the key to all of it, are you ready for this, is humility. Because humility opens me up to be taught. It opens me up to the truth. It allows me to receive what God has for me. Pride stops me. Pride says, I have the answer. Pride says, I can't do that. But humility says, he is more than able. He is more than able. Being humble allows us to receive the truth and it allows it to transform us because we don't have any preconceived notions that what we have is right. The word limitless doesn't actually appear in the Bible. And the reason why it doesn't appear in the Bible is because the principle of limitless or the character links with God. God is limitless Therefore, you don't actually need to write necessarily about his limitless as in the word limitless. It's part of his nature. He is not bound by anything. And over this next year, the character of God through his limitlessness will be explored. Our ability to see God in his limitlessness and our expectations for him to move will take place if we choose to believe. I can say all the most, I mean, anybody standing up here can say the most, when do you put this, divine thing, but unless we're in a place to receive it, we won't. There are things that somebody told me, I'll be honest with you, 10 years ago, that now I am beginning to walk in. And it's simply because I just wasn't in a place to receive it. But if I come to that place where I am beginning to open myself up 
and this place of humility. And I'm seeking God. And I say, God, whatever you want to do, let's do this. I begin to position myself to receive what he wants to give me. See, delay is not denial with God. It's simply preparation. And even when it doesn't seem possible, God can and he will make a way through. The only problem is oftentimes we quit before the answer arrives. It's like, God, I need a financial breakthrough. God, I need a financial breakthrough. And we're waiting, and we're waiting, and we're waiting. No, it's not coming. And God's like, I just had my hand out. I was just about to give it to you. And even though we endeavor to teach and train and develop and disciple and see, give opportunities to see what God has for us here, we also have the mandate to reach our community, to reach this region, to build the kingdom in his name, to bring more to the relationship with God. There's two, two prongs to this. There's this group of people, and then there's this, oh, it's all around us, group of people, sort of centralized now. See, we, en- we endeavor to build and develop as well as increase his level of influence within this region. To build anything first requires a sure foundation. If you're going to try and build something and you haven't built a foundation, I don't give it very long. If you've walked outside in the last month, you would have noticed something. It's really windy. And anything that is not pegged down, anything that does not have a sure foundation, is going to be blown over or blown through. We need to build a sure foundation to build upon so we can build up. One of the first things that God needs to do in order to bring forth his unlimitedness is we need a foundation to be able to stand on. If I have any word, you want to call it a prophetic word right now, here it is here. All the church needs to do is stand. We're not called to go and yell it from the rooftops. We are called to stand. Because in this season, in this time, the world needs people who are standing on his word. Standing on his promises, shining their light, not because they're coming out of their mouth, or not because they're proclaiming everything, simply because throughout their difficulties, throughout their challenges, they are standing and saying, God, I don't understand this. This does not make sense, but I will believe. It's why we need the Word of God. It's why we need to pray. It's why we need to worship. It's why we need to be transformed through His Word. To put off the old and walk in the new because this is not a natural human way of thinking. Everything we do derives from our church mission statement because we are a community for a community. We develop this community We function in this community. We speak into this community. We teach and train this community. We give opportunities in this community to reach and affect this community. But the church family is the first community. 
We develop everything we do for the purposes of developing the individual. We develop this community of believers to impact that community. And how God does this, how God reaches the lost is through you. Is actually the gifts and the talents he places in the individual inside of you. And when we have the right mindset and we believe in the giftings and talents that God has put us in and we have that place of humility, then God can actually use us to reach us in different areas. That's why we are all totally and utterly unique. Because we're not meant to be the same. They're called robots. We are meant to reach the different people. The people I can reach are not the people you will reach. The people you will reach are not necessarily the people I can reach. And so we all have a different function within the body. We all have a different purpose within the body to reach the extended communities that God places around us. You're not here by mistake. You are here for a purpose. You are here because the giftings and talents that God put inside of you are to reach the people that are around you. We are starting to see the benefits and the blessings of having fivefold. If you don't know what fivefold is, we started this charity late last year in the middle of a pandemic. Nothing we do makes sense. It's because it's not based on us. It's God says. God says, do that. Okay. Faith. It's not, oh, we have everything we possibly need. Let's move. And it will be amazing. See, we don't choose to accept the status quo. We don't accept the statements that are said over this region and this community. It's with the influence that God has blessed us with and the calling that God has given us and God's anointing, God's power, his dynamite power. That's why we are dunamis. The word dunamis means in the Greek dynamite power. And his power comes through his spirit and that we get to inf I'll say this, infect our community. We get to reach out in different means. It's up to them whether or not they're going to receive us, but we will continually reach out. We will continually place ourselves in different positions to have influence and to affect change in here because the status quo is not what God wants. But he is looking for people to say, Yes, Lord, send me. Yes, Lord, Send me. We started the church with the three Ds. To discover, to develop, and to disperse. We discover the good things of God in the individual. The talents and the giftings through different means within this community. We develop to benefit this community. And we disperse to increase the kingdom in that community. Some of you don't even know the giftings and talents that God has put inside of you. Some of you know and think, oh no, that's not real. God wouldn't use me in that way. I, I, be careful what you say. Be careful what you say. If you had asked me 15 years ago, oh Pete, you're going to be a pastor and start a church, I would have laughed at you. 
In fact, when my older brother went to Bible college, I laughed at him. If you go back, what, 12, 13 years ago when we were married, newlyweds, I had gone through, I was going through Bible college, that's a great time to get married. <laughs> no money, right? And God spoke to me then, he said, you're going to go and do a church. And I told Mel, and she goes, nope. It wasn't, oh, we can talk about this. It was a no. And I had to wait. I had to pray and seek God so that God would speak to my wife instead of me going, Mel, we're going to do it. And you're coming along. I'll drag you if I have to. I had to wait for God to speak to her. And then she said, let's do it. Matthew 28, 19 says, Go therefore and make disciples of all the nation, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I want to let you know into something about this passage of Scripture that's dynamite. Right? Nowhere in that passage, nowhere in the understanding of it, says that disciples that we go and make have to be believers. We can make disciples before they're believers. And the reason why we reach out through fivefold, which I call my COVID undertaking, right? Because even though people know it's the church, they don't know it's the church. And we're able to reach out in different ways. I mean, the reason why we got the building, now if you want to see miracles, here it is here, right? We don't pay rent on that building. We don't pay electricity on that building. We don't pay water on that building. The only thing we pay on that is contents insurance and internet. And they wouldn't give it to the church, even though Lend-Lease knows we are the church and we are fivefold, but they would give it to fivefold. And so sometimes it's not about, oh, I can sit here and go, that's not fair, we've done all these things in, in this area. And go, okay, God, I'll work with this, I'll flow with this, let this happen. That's how fivefold came about. We had always planned to start a charity. We always planned to do those things in the op shop. It was just accelerated forward because it wasn't about my timing. It was about his. But it gives us great influence into our community. And we've seen people come into the church through it. We've been able to help people through it. We've been able to reach and stand with people through it. The charity actually runs alongside the church. It's not different to the church because the same people in the church are in the community. I don't know. It's just a different name, different organization for legal reasons, right? But it's another way of us reaching into our community because of the way or perceptions that people have. Our purpose is to build disciples. Disciples are simply those who are willing to learn. I have to move on because I am running out of time and I have another 30 pages. No, I'm kidding. But this year, we are making changes. Twigs. Little changes here and there. We are changing our social media. We do have a private page and we do have a public page. A lot of our private page stuff will be moving to our public page and a lot of our public stuff will be wiped. 
we are going to clean it out, change it all out. So if you get, if you are removed from that page, don't take it personally. We're changing a lot of things. In order to do that, we're going to revamp it. We have to remove people, remove everyone. And it's not just you. Don't take offense. It's everybody. But we will reboost it later down the track. Our Maximize starts this Wednesday, and we are taking on this phenomenal book. If you've never read this series by Edward Lewis Coles, you have missed out. But this book, Communication, Sex and Money, directly relates to marriages, although it deals with any relationship. And it doesn't matter if you're married, pre-married or post-married. You will get great information from this book. Well, that will start at 7pm at our place. 7pm is the start time. If you want to turn up, come. You can come a little bit early. Don't be afraid that we're going to be having dinner or anything like that. Just turn up. We are prepared. We have tea and coffee. This week, we are going to connect and socialise through that means. We are starting our life, our youth group. And how we're going to do this is through a life group. So on Tuesday nights, between from 6 to 7.30, up at the Fivefold Building, if you are high school age or know someone who's high school age, they are welcome. Because it's 6 to 7.30, we will provide dinner. And we are going to connect very casually and socially with our teenagers. If you would like to be involved, we have this awesome thing. This is an interest form. You are more than welcome to fill that out, give some information, um, and go from there. If you don't have a blue card, we will need to organise you one. If you do, awesome. It saves us some hassle, some issues. But you are more than welcome. And I am looking for people who want to create change or want to influence our high schoolers. It'll be fun. Time to talk, chat, work through some issues because youth are different to kids but we will create change, and that'll be every fortnight. We have this awesome program called Kids Church, and that meets every Sunday morning during the school terms. But we got on board Connie. If you don't know who Connie is, Connie, Connie is a PhD in education. She is so overqualified for everything she does, and I am going to utilise it to benefit the church. <laughs> she has written a phenomenal manual and our leaders run through that program and it's great and the kids love it and that's why the kids are so bursting to get out the door it's not because they don't like listening to me it's because they like the program more our Sunday afternoons are going to take a change our first Sunday of the week is prayer and we have prayer on tonight we're going to do it a little bit differently. We're going to uh, pray over people individually, anoint them, believe for prophetic words, um, and we'll do a corporate thing, give people an opportunity to share as well. Our second Sunday of the month will be our team training. I wrote team training leadership manuals, and this is what we go through, one lesson every, sort of, uh, every time we meet. It is a great opportunity to, to connect and learn something, hopefully. The third Sunday of the month will be our life groups. This is our potluck dinner. This is where we come together. You bring a plate. We find out, or it's a potluck, what everyone's brought. And then everyone gets to share, and we eat and fellowship together. The fourth Sunday, we're going to have a leaders meeting. Everyone is invited to every single one of these things. You may not be a necessary leader, but you can come along and listen to what is happening in the life of the church. 
Well, this is where we're going to start discussing how the church is running, how we can improve on different things, how we can tweak things here and there. Then our fifth Sunday, if there is a fifth Sunday in the month, which there is every so, I think, three or four months, we'll be having another life group. Every one of these will be advertised the week before or two weeks beforehand. But uh, you are more than welcome to every and all of them. If you all just want to check them out, see how crazy we are, you are more than welcome to do that. Our Sunday services are always going to be here at 9.30 a.m. at the moment. We are trying to bring in some more speakers to give a bit more variety. And on the 20th of February, we have my pastor. So you can see what he's like. And if you don't know who he is, um, he's been in ministry as long as I've been alive. So he's been in ministry for 40 years, coming to 41 years. He has wealth of knowledge. And if you don't get something from him, it's because you're asleep. And if you can sleep during his messages, you need to pull the earplugs out. <laughs> But he is, he is very, very good. I keep trying to get him to write some certain books of the material that he has, but he won't. So you need to listen to him. But he's very, very good. Him and his wife, Pastor Sandra. Pastor Sandra is an intercessor, and she will pray the house down. But it will be a great time. Then you will have opportunity to say hello to him um, with our morning tea and our tea and coffee. <laughs> he's not like that. He's, yeah. You might be surprised. This year we are enlarging our board. We took a change last year. Our Tanamerian board members were removed. Not for any other reason than it was just season. And we stepped into a new season to become completely and utterly autonomous. We are still connected with them. But we are bringing on Brian and Dahan onto our board. Both of them have a wealth of knowledge in different fields, probably never done this before, have you, Dahan? No. Come along for the journey, it's exciting. But I am looking for different mindsets. It is a different mindset to be on the board, so don't feel, oh, why wasn't me? It's probably because you have a different mindset to what I'm sort of looking for. We will repeat, or not repeat, we will still be doing our Easter event this year. Of course, it's our second year and we learn a lot from the first time and we are changing it. We will not be doing the same thing. Uh, last time, it was done during the middle of COVID. We had the weekend free, if you, if you remember that. We thought maybe 100 people, over 500 people turned up. So we were well and truly overwhelmed. But it was a great opportunity to share to our community. We'll still be doing our Christmas party this year may look a little bit differently depending on what takes place, but we will be doing that where we give the gifts out to Christmas, uh, the kids and bless the kids of our community. We'll be doing our Christmas carols again, but they won't be happening on Christmas Eve. It'll be brought out from Christmas a couple of weeks, and we are working with Dave and Victoria to find our appropriate date. We were waiting for the Education Queensland to work out whether or not they were extending the year or what they were doing, but we will work out a... A date and it will be a great time and you can all come and interact with our community hopefully by then we'll be able to use what does he call it performing arts building which is down there which is a 500 seater auditorium built for theater so if you're feeling very um, theatrical maybe we can get you involved we're trying to work out a way to have a narrator that just happens to be an elf on a shelf. 
Brad, do you know anyone who can be my elf? <laughs> you don't know? Okay. But it will be a great time of just being able to praise God during Christmas carols in our community. Now, Christmas is on a Sunday this year. So we won't be having a Christmas Eve service, we'll be having a Christmas Day service. Now I know that affects a lot of people and the people aren't necessarily used to it. But we'll still be doing a Christmas Day service for all those who want to come. What's that? It's still, yeah, it'll be a one-hour service. We have a phenomenal hosting team with Brian and Tamara. And they do all the bits and pieces of organising um, the welcoming and the tea and coffee. We're adding a couple of things this year. If you want to be part of the hosting team, you are more than welcome to sign up. Right? If you're unsure of what it, the deed, uh, what it entails, go and talk to Brad and Tamara. They're more than welcome to talk to you. We will be taking up our tithes and offerings during the aisle this year as well. We had to remove it because of COVID. Don't ask me why. Apparently COVID... Anyway... But we will bring that back in. We have a phenomenal music team with Dave and Victoria. They do a phenomenal job. You, you don't see the hours of, of work, of preparation, of learning the songs. right? But I assure you there are hours of this sort of things. But if you would like to be part of the music team, whether it be singing or musical instruments, perhaps you can play a triangle. Right? Perhaps you want to get involved in the media, you know, these, these things, play all the words and, or learn how to do sound. Then I suggest you go and talk to Dave and Victoria or you can write your name down on the form. You'll get sick of this bit, right? We have a phenomenal kids ministry. If you'd like to be involved in kids ministry, you can go talk to Mel and the team or just fill in the form. We have a phenomenal youth ministry. You can come and talk to me or you can just fill in the form. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to get used to it, right? We have a phenomenal ladies' ministry. You can go see Mel, or you can fill in the form. We have a phenomenal min men's ministry. You can go see Brad or myself, or you can fill in the form if you want to be involved. We are men going to be doing another meeting um, at the end of February. Uh, yeah, no, 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 seriously. We loved that men's meet, didn't we? That was good. We're going to change it up a little bit, do it a little bit differently. Um, we're going to do that again at the end of February, so stay tuned to dates. Um, Okay, if you don't know, if you weren't there, men's meat is really simple. We cook meat, and there's nothing green. <laughs> oh, you guys are expecting more, but no, seriously, that's it. We just cook meat, sit around the table and eat meat. So it was great. If you, um, yeah, it was. I think, every, I think there was a couple of comments. One of them says, best night. The other one said, uh, was it, it's so great to have a plate with no green stuff. Um, it's one. It's it's you know once every so often, ladies. It's all good. We fill. Uh, we bring in the fattened calf, and it doesn't. It doesn't leave. <laughs> but it is a great night of fellowship. If you have a different dietary requirement or something, we can work within that. It may not be a cow. It could be a fishy, or it could be something else. But we're going to change up a couple of bits and pieces, and that'll be a great night. And I think every one of the guys enjoyed that. And it, wasn't very, it was very cost-effective as well. But if you want to be a part of this church, right? if you want to get involved, you want to find your place, if you don't know what to do, you just want to do something, come and talk to us, fill in the form. 
You just put your name and your phone number. If you don't know the area of church, just leave it blank. But many hands will make light work. We have this phenomenal team at Fivefold. And they serve our community through different times, in different ways, in different means. They impact different people, and they can be often be the connection point to this church. But if you would like to donate time, volunteer, I don't know, go down and see the op shop. Ladies, there's an op shop. You can shop. We've had quite a few inquiries of school uniforms, which has been great. We've had some school uniforms come in. But if you would like to, to be involved, you can go see Mel, or you can fill out the form. We just want to be a blessing to our community. Often it was said, preach Jesus wherever you go. And if you have to, use words. I want my actions to say so much more than my voice could ever. Our fivefold ministry, our charity organization, is just another arm of our community. It runs breakfast clubs in every one of the schools where we get to feed kids who can't necessarily afford breakfast in the morning. I think last year we were feeding like a thousand kids a week. You should see our house at the moment. It's filled with bowls and spoons because, you know, some person decided, hmm, let's get rid of all the plastic stuff. So we, had, we went through everything and organised everything and now we've gone into plastic, uh, not plastic, but not disposable stuff. And we are looking forward to distributing that tomorrow and over the next couple of days into our schools so we can affect change and say, hey, we are here. We help with financial relief and there's the op shop to help with different people. I was talking to Pastor Sean just the other day and he was telling me that someone got in contact with him or someone came to the church who had been to the church like 15, 20 years ago. They hadn't been to the church for that long. And he was telling me how how crazy it was or how, how impacting just a small little connection so much longer ago because this kids, or this, well, he wasn't a kid now, this adult was like saying to him, I, I just remember, I remember the impact you had back then and I've gone all this time without going to church and now I just won't go to any other church but this one. Sometimes we don't realise the impact that we make on people, even a small little impact. That's why we should never... Think small of the small things in our lives. The simple little words, the kind gestures, the hi, hello, how are you? Hey, can I pray for you? Hey, you should come to our church. They can make a huge impact. And it may not necessarily get a result right there and then, but years down the track, this may be the catalyst that comes in. My biggest thing this year is this. I don't want you to think, oh, you should come to that church that I go to it's you should come to my church not me as personally but you should take ownership of this church you should think of this church as your church not just something you attend but something you are part of I have no doubt in my mind that that limitlessness of God will become a reality in people's lives this year the degree is simply up to us the more we open ourselves up to what he can and what he wants to do, 
the more it will have an impact in our lives. 2022 is going to be a great year. I have no doubt it will be a great year. There will be lots of exciting things that will take place. There will be lots of challenges. But we will overcome because the one who stands with us is greater than that which is before us. We're going to pray. We're going to close the meeting. If you want prayer, I'll be down the front. If you want to sign the form, sign the sheet, sign up. It signs here. We'll be cutting the cake outside. Uh, there's tea and coffee. There's morning. Well, the morning tea is the cake. It's a ripper cake. Um, my wife is the bomb at making carrot cakes. It's probably my favorite cake. And my wife makes the best carrot cake. Um, no pressure. Yeah, I know. And then she put Maltesers on it. I don't know. I looked at it and went, you can't do anything without chocolate, can you, darling? But because it's carrot cake, if you take the Maltesers off, it's healthy. No. <laughs> I keep telling myself that when I go back for the second, the third, and the fourth piece. But if you want prayer, I'm down the front. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you want to make known today that you are born again, that you are saved, that you are um, walking as a disciple of Jesus Christ, then I will be at the front as well. We're going to close the meeting. I've gone a little bit over. I apologize. It's the wind. Um, <laughs> but we're going to close the meeting, then we'll, we'll go into morning tea. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for every person here, and I thank you that you have good things in store for them. I thank you those people who are, aren't here today, but I speak your blessing upon them. I speak increase and favor upon every single one of us. Oh, Father, let good things take place this year. Father, let us have a greater understanding of your limitlessness in our lives. Father, let us have great weeks. Let us see you in all that we do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.